Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Where do we where do we find these things? I have a friend who may be able to help us acquire particular tools. It's up here, Shimmer. Okay, someone okay. So what's uh what's the word here, buddy? Sully, I've been asked to bring your friend down to Miss Ma'am Meow Meow. And you, Glim, tell me a little bit about yourself. How long have you been here in Neverwinter? Oh, hardly any time at all. I just arrived on a caravan. I've got a destiny to save the world. Really? I have a friend here pulling one of the one of the good old heists of people from a prison. A jailbreak. Yeah. My one friend is a is a dragonborn who follows Bahamut. I don't think she's gonna be out there breaking the law, do you? Interesting. This is your standard array of thieves' tools. Is that it? Do do you need anything? Gabriel knows the routine. I'm sure he will fill you in. Oh, hey, hey, other person. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get it up to that window for you. You got a good throw? Sure. All right, Major Lee, let's do this. You hear the sweet sound of a large click as the lock turns within. You should probably find like a getaway. Right. Uh, yeah, that's 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 a really good idea. Um, what do you what do you what do you think? What do you have in mind? We're a couple streets down. You know what? Follow me. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D and D fifth edition actual play podcast, and I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. And with me today is Amy Moore. <gasps> yes, I am here. I've hidden a moth somewhere in this room that Russ doesn't know. Also, I play Sullivan Slight, a Lightfoot halfling uh, rogue. Also with me, Carla Johnson. That is me. No moths. You know what? That's a lie. There's actually literally always moths in here, but like those little... um, The paper ones. The outside one. Oh, like little the tiny little, boys? The little small ones. Yeah, the little tiny boys, Tom. That's a sweet way of describing it. There's always in my apartment for some reason. Little tiny devil boys. Yeah. Also with uh, us. Oh, I have to sorry. say who I am. Jeez, I'm Russ. not just the moth person. <laughs> you usually say it right off the right. top. I'm, I'm only mostly the moth person, but in the context of this podcast, I play Glim, a dragonborn paladin. If you talk about moths for too long, I just cut you off. That's and fair. Tom Laird. Yep, that's me. Uh, I hired a team of people to go to Russ and Amy's house and strategically re- release moths every now and then just to keep Russ on his toes. Mm. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I thought there was something coming there. <laughs> and I play Moot, who is a half-orc wild magic sorcerer. Moths were apparently big in the Discord today, which is why they're very prevalent in today's episode. There's all sorts of fun conversation in the Discord yeah. all the time. Also, you come there. FYI, Russ is afraid of moths. <laughs> so if you want to ship us some moths... No, we have don't a PO fucking, box. Don't do that. <laughs> oh my god, that's open. Oh. They're just like <laughs> I don't even podcast hate moths, over. and I Somebody would no, that would be terrifying, regardless be of your feeling so of moths. Frightening. Uh, Those poor moths. They're just dark butterflies. They're just that's true. I'm not scared of them, but it would scare me if I opened a t- oh, little for sure. package oh, and, and anything flew out, out in my face. Sure. Yeah. 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 How do you feel about those greeting cards, Russ, that the thing would, like, fly out of when you opened it? That's what I was just thinking yeah, like about. Like the wind-up butterfly inside? Oh, those yeah. are fine, because those are butterflies. What if it was a wind-up moth? It does up seem moth? racist. <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or speciesist? Speciesist? Yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you. Look, you like what you like, and I don't like moths. Fair. That's fair. Where, hopefully, there aren't moths is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Um, And when you are a patron of ours, you get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Devin Michaels. Devin Michaels. Two first names. No, we said that the last time, but still not a first name. Michaels Michaels is not a first name. Okay, fine. I stand corrected. One first name and a craft store. I made a note for my next Patreon game. I don't know if you guys can read that, but it says (laughs) Fight Giant Moth. I like it. 
We're in some sort of weird meta health dream hellscape over there. So anything goes. There could very well be giant moths. So if you want to hear those episodes where we have to fight a giant moth, maybe or maybe not, you should become a patron because that's how you can listen to those episodes. That's how you do that. <clears throat> Sorry, I got something stuck in my throat. Is it a, Is it a moth? It's a sparkling water. <laughs> Probably not a moth in that oh, can. Oh, dear God. <laughs> hate you all. <laughs> like, throw them off from, like, burn, before we started recording. Burn and, like, just burn. <laughs> burn like a moth in one of those bug zappers. They really oh, no. light up. They really do. Fuck it! Let's play D&D! So I can take control of this thing again and not have moths part of the narrative. We're all gonna die. Yep. This episode. Sully and Glim had just broken out of their cells, and now we find them at the door to the hallway. And then whoever was first... With me. ...saw a guard pass down far end of the hallway. I look back at Glim, and I say, Hey, so he's like, he's gone. This, so we we should... And then I scurry out into the hallway. No so, layout, you know, before you scurry out into the hallway, you know that you take a right out. Mm-hmm. Um, down at the end of the hallway is the big window overlooking the courtyard. You know, to the left where he went is down towards Miss Ma'am Meow Meow's office, the guard room. To the right, uh, you know, there's a big door that you have never seen inside. And towards Miss Ma'am Meow Meow's office is the, the stairwell out. I run quickly back into the room as Glim is coming out and like kind of like <laughs> kind of smush her back in and I go Do you like want your stuff or anything? What stuff? Well, I assume when they, they brought you in you had like you had stuff. Well, they just took all my stuff, so I'm just thinking like maybe we could go and get my stuff. I Did they take my stuff? This has not been established. Russ? Um, yeah, where you- They <laughs> tossed your room as far as you know. You were brought back by the guard, one of the guards. Oh, because I was um, just chilling reading a book like in my PJs. Yeah. I probably didn't really have any stuff. Oh my God, are you in your PJs you, right well, now? Yeah, you didn't have anything like particularly on you. Um, but as far as you know, just your weaponry and shield should be back at your place. Okay. As far as you know. Which is called the Fallen Tower. I am not in pajamas, but I am in some casual loungewear. Okay. Like yoga pants. Yeah, like soft clothes when I get home, you know. I don't, I don't need my stuff. My stuff's back at the, not the hotel. That's probably not a word. (laughs) It's back at the Airbnb. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just take a lift. We'll get there. The Air D&D. The air uh, D&D. Um, oh, my God. Imagine. It's someone thing. has... Oh, fuck. Oh. Of course it is. I thought, we were I thought inventing I just had something, something incredible. Amazing. Of course not. Um, once we once we get out of here, I'll have to go back to the Fallen Tower. It's where all of my things are and my weapons and shield and everything. Yeah, okay. You can do whatever you want when we get out. Well, we're going to stay together after we get out, aren't we? Well, you know what? We're really, like, a lot faster if we separate ourselves. Let's deal with that later. Let's just figure out how to get out of here. Yeah, okay. I poke my head out again and look around the corner. Uh, so you are... What are you looking for? I'm looking for the guard to walk past. Okay. Roll me. Uh, well, if you're if you're looking for possible ways out or other things, roll an investigation. If you're just looking for the guy, roll a perception. Hmm. Glim, you can roll an, an investigation it's from inside seven. the cell if it's you so a desire. Seven either well. way. Um, okay. Okay, I like it. Um, I don't love it. It is a seven, so. Hey, seven Very consistent. <clears throat> I, okay, I'm so, very generally aware that yeah. I'm in a prison. Yeah, you know you're in a prison. <laughs> uh, Glim, you see, uh, I mean, you see the prison cells. Uh, you see. Um, also, there is a, you know, roughly person-sized vent above the door that you may not have paid attention to before, but now that you're in escape mode, that's there. Describe person size, my size or Sully's size, because I am very big. 
Sully is pretty small. Like human sized? Yeah, well, like, you know. Because a person's a person, no matter how small, Russ. That's right. I think Horton taught us that. It would be a tight squeeze for you if you were to use it as a as a as a mode of transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, but not for my friend Sully. But not for Sully. No. I have a question though. Mm-hmm. Now this vent is it just like a vent and it's like it goes through and like I'm gonna fall <laughs> down on the other side of the door no, and be like, like well fuck no. or is it like a bulkhead situation? It's like a bulkhead situation. So the wall goes up higher. It goes above where the ceiling is in the next area. Okay. Can I investigate, like, the bars on the... Oh, well, I'm out of my cell, right? Can I investigate yeah. the bars on the window and see, like, how robust those are? Sure. Would we survive the fall? That's only your, one your story. Se- your second story. You can so land on me. Like... I'm big. I'll protect you, you little friend. Me. <laughs> um... I'll make you bounce. You won't break a thing. Uh, 14. I mean, they look they look like bars. They look strong. I'm trying to see how strong they, they look. They look fairly well anchored. Um, you give you give a tug. There's not a lot of movement to them. Hardly any at all. Okay. All right, Glim. I think we should just like make a run for it. And then, so we run out. And then, where do we go? What door are we aiming for? Past the guard down the stairs? Well, no, no. So we're going to turn to the, to the, I look at my hands and I put up like the two L's and I take a moment. I'm like, to the right. And then there's a window. Uh, just, uh, just, uh, fo- just follow me. Okay. I'm going on instinct here. Okay. I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> I should warn you. I'm not very sneaky. I'll do my best. Okay, yeah. You just do what you can. I'm like, I'm a big lumbering Godzilla. All right. Both of you roll a stealth check. This will be to get you down to the end of the hallway. Anything that happens between here and there will be dictated by this stealth roll. You will hear the thunk of importance. Cross your fingers. Oh, I did so good. 18. 18 as well. Hey, we are so twinsies with our You are really in sync. All right, so you go out. So... To get to the hallway where you saw the guard go, you go right. There is a bit of an alcove to your left. You already technically investigated this area. Glim, as you come out, make an investigation check as well. Six. This looks like a hallway. We're not very. I just take a really long blink and stretch. <laughs> yeah. There's torches lit along the length of the hallway, but otherwise nothing else of note until you get down to the end of the hallway. Once you get there, what do you do? So I can go right toward the door I don't know. Mm-hmm. And left will hey, be... Yeah, I just want to peek in here just for a second. My curiosity is just through the roof. And then left is like guards, rooms, stairs, Miss Ma'am Meow Meows. Yep. Um, so, yeah, there is a stretch of hallway down to the right and then the door. It's like, I don't know, 15 feet to that door. Okay. Um, so I, both of you make a perception check before you round the corner there. Roll of importance. Ooh! Ooh 13. 20. Oh, damn. Damn. Wait, a perception? 18. <laughs> Still minus good. One? Still a good roll. minus one. Wow. It's an interesting rogue characteristic. Well, I there. don't... No, I like it. It's good. Um, that's fine. It's very self-involved. As you get to the corner, you hear the sound of like plate armor and chain mail kind of just like settle into place to the right. Can I put my mirror? You put your you put your mirror there and there is a guard seated in a chair by that door. Both of you have passed by that door. Uh, there'd never previously been a guard, although neither of you have really been out late at night. So there is one. It looks like he's dozed off. Um, you do the same down to the left, and it looks like a clear hallway, torches down the way, and it looks like both doors, Miss Ma'am Meow Meows and the guard chambers, are currently closed. Yeah, right. So it looks, I, I know it looks like we should probably go to the left, but I like I really need to know what's in there. Are you sure? Because that's the way I came in, was over there. Yeah, I'll be like really quick. If you could just keep a keep an eye out, that'd be really great. You want me to just stay here? Yeah, you'd be like a super buddy. 
Okay. Okay, be careful. <laughs> okay, thanks, Super Buddy. So I tiptoe through the tulips. Make another stealth check, because uh, this is a new hallway. It's gonna be a 22. Oh, where's my stealth? You are silent as the shadows. And I get to the door. Mm-hmm. What are and you doing I, at the door? Is it a is it a turn? Is it a It's kinda of like uh-huh. a, it's like yeah, like like all the other <laughs> doors in this place we haven't really described the doors, but yeah, they're all like, like the, the push thumb the latch. Push thumb yeah. Okay, latch. push thumb latch, unlatch it. You hear a light click and it's locked. I get out my thieves tools. You make a sleight of hand check. Glim, make an investigation check as you're kind of just standing there waiting. 23. Eight. It's an eight. <laughs> Not very good at investigating right now. Apparently. Yep. Nope. Why are you the lookout? <laughs> well, I can't be the sneak either, so. I suppose. Um, okay. Yeah. You, uh, Glim, you, you're just paying attention to what Sully's doing. It's all good. Sully, you... Put your tools in, and it's really quite easy for you. You hear the audible click of the lock change over, and then you hear the guard beside you give up. <coughs> as he settles back to sleep. Oh, he obviously had some pudding before he went down. Before I open it, can I make an investigation check on it? I want to check for traps. That's right, level one shit here, people. I'm yeah. checking for a trap. That's right. I mean, a trap could conceivably kill any of us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's only a seven. I mean, it looks it looks like a standard door uh, from what you've seen. Just a standard door. Just a standard door. Slowly. Standard door. No. Wait, which game is this? <laughs> I open the door slowly. Um, you crack it open a little bit and you hear an, a very loud squeak begin to start as you push it open. I do a quick slide to the hinges and I spit on them. Kate? Do I have to roll for spit? Um, Probably no. just give this one to me because it's so clever. Yeah, I like or it. disgusting. No, um, <laughs> odds... Odds it does some... No, you tell me what do you want. Odds it, it works... No, you tell me if you want... <laughs> o- you tell me what you want. Okay, okay. <laughs> you tell me. Okay, evens, it works, and it okay. loops them up, and the squeak stops. Odd, it doesn't, and I've just made everything gooey. <laughs> well, fuck that. Nice so, 19, though. Yeah. Um, so, you've just made everything gooey, and you go to push the door again, and the creak is still there. The guard makes another grumbled movement and kind of lifts his head but doesn't open his eyes and puts it back down. Mm. Is he snoring? Not really, mm. no. More just grumbles. Uh, well, I don't need it to open a whole lot to fit my little body in there. So I creak it again. Mario Party, and we're at the thing where you have to pet the the caterpillar. Yeah. Don't wake daddy. I've, would I've probably played be Mario a... Party several times. Haven't played that particular mini game. I was also yeah. thinking, don't wake daddy. But then I thought, yeah. like, is that a weird like cooperative game from the eighties that no one else will know what I'm talking about? But I mean, it does seem like that. Don't wake daddy. Um, okay, then make a make a stealth check as you try and do this. Ah, uh, fourteen. It was good. No, <laughs> twelve. It's not the worst. I rolled a five. I'm just trying to open it enough to be like, okay, yeah. squeeze my body through. There's a very loud creak as you do that. You slip in and kind of push the door closed behind you. Not closed, but latched. You hear the guard kind of, um, again, grumble. Glim, you see as you're kind of peeking around the corner, his eyes open for a second. They look kind of just sleepy, glazed over. And he goes back to sleep. So you're inside this room now. It's a very dark room. Cool. Yep, no windows, no torches. Huh. Do you have dark vision? I don't think I have dark vision. The only races that don't are halflings and dragonborn and humans. All right, Perfect. so you don't have dark vision, so you are in a dark oh, room. Oh, I don't have I'm dark a... vision either. You don't, no. Ooh, I always burns. assume reptilian things Me too. do for some I mean, reason. Yeah. And you know what? That I just have to 
check my information about what I previously think about different races. It's true. So what are you doing while you're in here? Uh, I'm going to... Immediately kind of to the sides, you can feel like a wooden shelf as you kind of brushed by. In my thieves' tools, is there like a... Do you have like a traveler's pack or something with a tinder? Probably with all of her other stuff. Yeah, oh, right. like I probably don't have that. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to feel around a little bit and just kind of see what... If anything feels like weapony, because I don't have a weapon on me, so and neither do you. No. So if we get into a fight, it's hand to hand. I'm gonna get pummeled. Yeah, you're not maybe the I'm I'm being racist now. I suspect you're not the best hand to hand fighter. Hmm. Maybe against other yeah. halflings, you're a real fucking brute. But. That's right. Okay, so I've got a list of ten things in this room. So we're gonna see. Seven of them will kill you. <laughs> ten. So you come to. You're kind of feeling the shelves, and you pick up what feels like just a stone. Well, this could kill somebody. I put it in my pocket. I continue to feel around. Glenn, what are you doing out in the hall? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I'm just waiting, because this is all pretty happening pretty quickly, but I am getting nervous. Make a perception check. Oh, nat 20. I see everything now. You hear from down to the left what sounds like somebody stand up. Kind of sounds like it's coming from the guard chambers, and you hear footsteps moving towards that door. Sully! Sully! What? Someone's... The guard at the door grumbles and stirs. Someone's coming. Okay, 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 okay. Move faster, and I touch something else. Uh, you find a bag that feels very familiar. Oh, I pick up the familiar bag and put it around my... It's like It feels like a satchel, right? Yeah. Like a page boy bag that no one would make fun of because it's totally manly enough, definitely not a purse. Yes. Okay, I put that on, and then I, I carefully make my way to the door again. Okay. You're feeling for anything else, or you're just making your way to the door? Well, I obviously feel on my way to the door. Okay, I'll give you one more here. Who walks through the middle of a dark room. I mean, you'd be feeling... Exactly. You couldn't help but feel. So you run your hands along. You come to something that feels like a book. Ooh. I I just put it in my bag. Just natural thief instinct. Just like... Um, You come to something that is kind of leathery. And as you pick it up, it uh, feels like it could be a wineskin or a waterskin. Oh, I take that too. And you also find a what feels like a long metal cylinder has kind of knobs on it. That one's definitely going up your butt. Yeah, yeah I, I run my hands over it suggestively. Something like this. <laughs> and then I put it into my bag. <laughs> That's patron content only to see what I did. Cool. Although you all have imagination. I mean, you can use it together pretty easy. <laughs> okay, so you're back at the door? Mm-hmm. You open the door, and you see light come out down the hallway from the guard's chambers. Um, and a silhouette of a guard is kind of standing at the door, making his way out of the room. I quickly, like, like you know, power walk. Do you close the door behind you? Uh, does it squeak? It didn't squeak as much on your clo- when you were closing Okay, no, then I will, I will slowly close it. Um, and you're going back down to where Glim is? Yep. Okay. Uh, make a stealth check. <sighs> 18. No. 16. I always look at the wrong number. You make it back around the corner to where Glim is, and you hear footsteps come out and the door close and begin to walk back down towards Miss Ma'am Meow Meow's office. So away from us. So away from you. Moot! <laughs> <laughs> You had gone off to find a getaway vehicle, if I do remember correctly. Uh, yes, Gabriel and I, yeah. You and Gabriel are are standing there, and he says, so, um, you think, you think one of these will work? Uh, yeah, I mean, they all, is there a way to tell which one's going to be better than another? Uh, well, how, how big are your friends? Because we'll probably just want to hide them in the back, and we can, you know... Well, I mean, uh, Glim is a, a dragonborn, so she's pretty big. Uh, right, I don't yeah. know about the other person, though. Hmm. Well, let's assume they're both the same size. 
Okay. That way we just really make sure that we've got enough room. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Err on okay. the side of caution. Um, he kind of looks around. He says, uh, "You, you got any? Uh, you got you fluid with uh, with uh, with monetary? Uh, you fluid? You got? Yep. You got change? Coin? Is he asking you for fluids or I, is he I don't even you know for anymore. money? <laughs> uh, I've I've got a little bit of money. I, how much? Probably enough to get one of these. Hey." Sure. Yeah, let's go ask. Uh, is there like a kiosk or? Only <laughs> <laughs> hear some awesome bartering. Do not take the first price they give you. Um, you begin to walk um, kind of through this pathway of, of carriages more towards the stable area where you see uh, many different horses, um, and you see a stable boy kind of sweeping up and uh, back to you as you are walking up. Uh, you, you there, boy, um, I want to rent one of these carriages. He kind of jumps and startles. He's, oh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't hear you, hear you coming up there. Um, well, um, okay, um, most of these are already peoples, um, but, um. I mean, is there one that maybe isn't already rented? I mean, there's the one owned, owned by the, the, how long do you need it for? Oh, just like a couple hours. Real okay. quick, like two hours, maybe. Right. Um, okay. Well, I mean, if you could, if I really shouldn't be doing this. Um, so there's there's the one that that the the master owns. Doesn't ride it very often lately. But if you could have it back, like before sunrise, I could probably swing a pretty good deal on it. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't see why not. We could definitely do that. Cool, cool. All right. So where are your horses? I could hook it up for you. Oh, we need uh, we need horses too. I thought they came with the carriage. Okay. Pearsall. Look how much uh, how much you you got for me here? Cause this is like this is really above and beyond what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, jeez, I don't I don't even know what this normally costs. Well, I mean, we got some. There's some very good carriages here. Probably ten gold for the carriage. It's probably a pretty good rate. Does that include the horses? And then the horses. It depends what kind of horses you want on top of that. It could. I would like living horses. Fair enough. (laughs) This is this is this is Bessie. She really could pull any of these carriages, and he motions his hand towards what looks like the oldest and sickliest horse in this whole place. Uh, Bessie's not looking so good. Is there... Are there any other options? Don't let looks fool you, my friend. Bessie has been around for a long time. She's seen a lot of things. She's pulled a lot of carriages. She just goes into just autopilot, as they say. Auto carriage. Well, I've never driving. heard that before. Auto. She just she just goes. Like what are you? You're not doing any like off roading, are you? <laughs> Going through sweet mud bogs. Well, I mean, not to my knowledge, but you never know what's going to be out on the road. How far out on the road are you going? Well, I don't know. Somewhere where we'll be back in a couple of hours. Very shifty. <laughs> Very shifty, friend. Okay. I can I can one up you. I can I can give you this lovely stallion here. This is a very beautiful horse. You know what? Cause I like the cut of your jib. Probably I could give it to you for like seven gold, all in. So the horse and the carriage for seven gold. All in. I uh, look back at Gabriel, kind of like hmm. He's uh, taking a sip from his flask. Does he make me any sort of gesture or anything? He kind of catches your eye as he's drinking and he puts it down. Is <clears throat> you doing good over there? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, we only really have like the three gold or the, well, I guess the fourth. Yeah, I think we have the four gold. So I don't really think we can do the seven. I guess we'll have to go somewhere else. Look, okay. You got four gold? Yeah. I, okay. You, you give me the four gold. It's like it never happened. 
You, I mean, you gotta bring you gotta bring the carriage back, but well, yeah. I mean, that's we'll the just, deal. Let's we'll just keep it under the table. If you know what I'm saying. Okay, so the four gold, and then the, we're all good to go. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, these are trying times. This is really just putting a wrinkle in in our in our in our business. But uh, you know, what? I like you. I think that we're gonna be best of friends after this deal. Oh, I I hope so. It's always good to have a lot of friends. Yeah. He extends his hand towards you. And uh, Moot attempts to do, like, the handshake with the money in it that he's seen before, but just drops the money all over the ground. I was going to make you do a sleight of handshake. You could do it. I just don't think he'll be able to pull it off. It's something he's seen done, but he's never tried to do. But I'll, I'll give it a roll. Sure. It's always a chance. Maybe he's a natural cool guy. I mean, maybe. Uh, he did roll a 15. Oh, so. damn. You go in with your you're palming these four gold. Um, now, is this four gold or is this like three gold and a whole bunch of silver pieces? Three gold and, and several silver pieces. <laughs> <laughs> so the three gold stay in your hand. But as you go to shake his hand, those silver pieces like clang out down to the ground. It's like smooth, smooth, smooth. Um, uh, sorry? Takes the three gold and kind of picks up the silvers and puts them into his pocket. He's like, all right, uh, let me just right you know saddle up your horse here and hook you up with uh sweet carriage need a lot of need a lot of trunk space i mean a decent amount of trunk space sure he leans in he's like how many dead bodies are you putting in the back oh no it's nothing nothing too it's nothing like that <laughs> got it gives you a big wink gabriel and you go back out to the front uh to wait for it to come he shoots Gabriel like a little like tentative like thumbs up like I did good. Nailed it, boy. Nailed it. Glim and Sully are back down the hallway just kind of around the corner to where you came. You heard footsteps moving back down towards Miss Ma'am Meow Meow's office. Or you're hearing them move back towards Miss Ma'am Meow Meow's office. What are you doing? I take my little mirror and I look around the corner to see if he goes inside Miss Ma'am Meow Meow's office. Or is just hanging out outside in the hall, or what? It's kind of a far way down there, and you see a lot of shadows cast, but what, from what you can tell is the door doesn't open down there, um, and rather you see a shadowy figure standing guard down at the end of the hallway. Yeah, all right. So there's, like, this guy. There's a guy down there. So, hmm. um... We Roll might. an investigation check as you're having this discussion. 19. Oh, thank God. <laughs> My investigation is a 10. Um, Sully has kind of positioned himself uh, back further down the hallway from you, Glim. Um, and you catch down towards where the door that you came out of, down towards the cells. Um, on the In the floor, you see a dim light coming up in the corner beyond the door where you came out. Hey, hey, Sully, what about that? What about what? There must what? be something over there. Do you see there's, like, a little bit of light coming, like, from under a door or something? Let's, why don't we go see what that is? There's so many guards out here. Uh, yeah, okay, sounds good. When we, because we'll walk back past that window, will we? Uh, you're standing right in front of the window. Can I also investigate, like, is it an opening window or is it just a, just a it's window? Just like a big picture window. Oh, jeez. Hopefully no guards are looking in. Yeah, right? We're just standing in front of the window. Well, you're back a little bit. But essentially, it's like if you're walking towards the way you were going, it's right in front of you. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's go see. Yeah, all right. As you are kind of feeling around, the whole floor is like stonework. And then you get to that point and you see light peering up through some of these stones and you feel it and it feels like wood made to look like stone. I crouch down and I touch it and I'm like, whoa, the craftsmanship. Uh, and I guess we like, do you want me to investigate it to see if there's like well, you just a tell me. ring yeah, or something? Sure. And yep. Can I also do that? Absolutely. <laughs> well, I rolled a one, so I, I would like 15. it if you did that. Uh, so you're looking around, and Sully, you find a, on either side of it, there's a bit of a groove that feels like you could lift it if you wanted to. Or I could get someone stronger than I was going to say, or you could... Uh, hey, 
a, uh, a strong girl. Yeah? Give me a hand with this. Okay. And I yeah. lift it up with my beefy arms. You do so. I, uh, wait, I lift it up with my beefy legs? Not my back. That's the bad way, right? What's yeah, the good way? Yeah, lift with your legs. Not with my back. Right. There we go. Yes, you with proper posture. You yes, bend down, lift it up. a deep squat lift. Much lighter than you had anticipated, oh. and it comes right up. <laughs> <laughs> no. It is just wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it comes up, and it's on a hinge, um, and it there are stairs going down below, and there is a dim light coming up from those stairs. Mm, I have a good warm feeling about this. Let's go. I don't think we have a choice. Let's go. Do, 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 do. We go down the stairs. That's what. And I close the like. thing behind us. Everybody make a stealth check. Oh. Entering a new area. 18. Okay, here we go, guys. Mm, 12. Not the, it's not, not terrible. It's not the it's worst not it could have been. Sully zips down there pretty quickly, making not much noise. Glim, you, as you're lowering the door behind you, it kind of thuds shut a little louder than you had wished. I stop, and I look back up at her. And I make a face like, sorry. <laughs> you go down a flight of stairs. Um, it's 20 feet down. Um, and there is a long corridor with torchlight all along. Everybody make a perception check as you wake your way down here. Uh, perception. Fourteen. Nine. I blew it all on that 120. Everything else has been <laughs> below ten. It's a very musty feel. There are cobwebs all along the walls. It looks like it's not used as a high traffic area, but Sully, you do see some pretty recent footprints in kind of the sandy dirt that is down along the floor. Down at the end of the hallway, you see a door which is cracked open slightly with more light emanating from inside. Does she have a tail? Do you have a tail? In the image, she does have a tail. Dragonborn generally do not have tails, but Glim is special. You have a tail, Glim? Uh, well, I'm, hey, if it's in the pictures. It's well, in the then picture. Yes. Uh, I lean over and I go, Hey, can you uh, do a little sweep, sweep our footprints with your tail? Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm stealthy. I don't want someone to be like, Oh, they're down here. There's two new sets of footprints. One <laughs> giant, one tiny. <laughs> <laughs> You make it down to the end of the hallway. Make a perception check. Oh, no, one. Not a nat one. It's a two. Wow. We're such a good team. You we are really like balancing roll? each other. I rolled a 19 and I have a plus one, so. Both sides of the spectrum here. Yeah. Um, Sully, you get to the door. You feel it's totally fine. Uh, Glim, as you see Sully begin to make his way to the door and possibly going through it, you hear muffled whispers from beyond. Uh, is Sully in front of me? Yes. Okay, I'm going to kind of, like, grab him. Hey, whoa, watch the merchandise! <laughs> Don't you hear that? Sully puts his ear up to the door. You now hear that there are, there's a low conversation going on beyond the door. You can't quite make out exactly what they're saying, but you can tell that there are two distinct voices. Are there any other doors? Uh, no, you're at the end of the hallway. There's just the one door. <sighs> well, we got two choices. We can go through here and uh, meet a couple people. Could be fun. Or we go back upstairs and... Meet that one guard? Two guards, at least. I can guarantee that's not going to be fun. I say we try with these folks. Do you want to go first? You got that intimidation thing Yeah, going I'll go on. first. Yeah, I'll watch your back. Thanks, Sully. Uh, so I'm going to open the door, like, briskly. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me it opens... Like, out, like, into the room. Can she yeah. Van Dam this door in? <laughs> no, no, like, not, no, just like, I'm in a hurry and I'm looking for something. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> okay, you swing the door open, um, and at quick glance, you are surrounded by uh, a bunch of boxes, dusty old wooden boxes, more cobwebs. It looks like you're in a bit of a storeroom, um, kind of through a winding path that leads to the other side of the room. Um, there is uh, another door where you can hear the voices a little stronger. Oh, <laughs> I blew my big entrance. Wasted your dramatic entrance. Yeah, so there, there's there's no other doors. No, it's just the one door. This looks like, yeah, it was a storeroom. That would explain why we couldn't hear what they were saying, even yeah. though we were beside an ajar door. <laughs> they were on the other side. Welcome back to the middle. All of us. All the ladies say, welcome back to the middle. Okay. (laughs) That's it. They just said, welcome back to the middle. And now we're here. That was it. We're here now. Um, This is where we tell you about things that we have going on. And one of those things that we mention here and there is that we're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. And if you listen to the show and you love the show, we really appreciate you being here. And we want to share in this awesome adventure. If you can... Give a little bit to help make the show ever so better with each and every episode, because that's what our patrons do, is they help us elevate what we put out to you. You can join us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, and over there you get a whole bunch of really cool perks, and some of those perks even get worked into the show. Such as? Some of the sweet names that have come up in in Season 2. We've had a whole slew of specific characters who have been built around names provided to us, like Merv provided to us by Craig. Uh Gabriel for Gabriel Lynch, one of our longest running patrons. Thank you, Gabriel. So proud of that character. That's his namesake, I'm sure. Yeah. Right? So proud. Um, Layden Menda, named by Jacob. And Meow Meow. Miss Ma'am Meow Meow. Named by Kevin. Miss Ma'am Meow Meow has actually changed my life in real life because my future mother-in-law has two cats and of course when i see a cat i'm always like hey meow meow and then now i'm always like meow 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 (laughs) i love that Uh, this bleeds into our real real world lives a lot exactly you're changing our lives if you would like to be part of the story if you want to get more great stuff we've got tons of great bonus content over there a whole other game going on that is running all the time with tom he runs it and we're part of it Yes, these these three are <laughs> playing as well. <laughs> We're there too. We're there too. Uh, but you can come join us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. We hope to see you over there. But now, let's get you back to this one. It's pretty good. <laughs> hope you like it. If you do say so yourself. Yeah. I look inside some of the boxes and I was like, Yeah, what's in, what's in the box? Great for linenaries, you know? Uh, so, yeah, lots of fabrics, spices. It looks like um, this is. Uh, if you were a betting person, it looks like it, uh, it, goods that were taken from different mm. ships. Confiscated goods. Confiscated goods, contraband. This is the teacher's drawer that has all the, oh, has all the fun it's student stuff in it. It's got the bouncy balls. It's got the cell the yo-yos, phones. Yo-yos. yeah. That rubber band that one kid keeps wrapping around his hand and shooting like a little gun. Yep. Yeah. Is there anything I can take in here of value? There any uh, weapons? I actually say, hold on a second, and I look inside my bag. I I grab stuff in a dark room, and I never looked at it. So <laughs> I true. I take out oh. the long cylindrical thing, and it is a as a flute. Oh. <laughs> it is potato, a potato potato. <laughs> a uh, little tarnished in it, its patina is a little tarnished, but it is a flute. Um, um, also, okay. uh, there's a. It looks like a wine skin, and as you feel it, it's kind of it feels like it's about half empty. Uh, I said you took the book. Um, as you look at it, it says fairy tales. And as you kind of skim through, give me a um, history check. Nineteen. I know my history. Uh, so as you kind of skim through, you see some inconsistencies in the stories, and it looks like. Rather than fairy tales as you know them, it's tales fairies tell about humans. So you also look at the stone, and it's just a gray stone. Do I notice any carvings or anything on the flute? Anything magical? Nothing really exceptional, no. Neat. 
Um, and you, sorry, are you looking at boxes? Everybody make I, an investigation. I check would like to. I'm, I'm specifically looking for some weapons because I we have a rock and a flute and a book. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm looking, that's investigation. I've only rolled a twelve. I also rolled a twelve this time. Hey. Cool, 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 cool. By cool, you mean we like find a desperately mediocre. Rock. <laughs> it's a sharp rock. Um, I find a rock. It was actually the rock I already had. <laughs> <laughs> you put it down and then you like, pick it up. Look at this. Ah. Um, no, so yeah, definitely fabrics, spices. Um, looks like some different plant-based goods that aren't spices, but herbs, herbs, something. Um, nothing that you really directly recognize exactly. There doesn't appear to be any weapons in this. Different textiles, clothes, that sort of thing. Mostly just common trade goods. Are there, um, torches on the wall? In this room, yeah. There are. Are they removable? Yep. There are two. There's one Um, at each door. Hey, Glim. Did you uh, mm-hmm. hand me one of those? I assume I can't reach it. Not child not, com- not comfortably, no. Um, sure. And I grab one, and I want to listen outside the door to see if I can hear what they're saying. Yes. So, and you I, ha- so I get one, and I give it to Sully. Okay, yeah, you hand it to Sully, um, and you kind of press your ear to the door, and you hear um, a voice you recognize in Miss Ma'am Meow Meow's voice. Um, as she is kind of finishing up a conversation with this other person that you don't recognize in the little that they speak. Um, And she says, well, the meeting tomorrow is going to go really well. We got the book now, and everything will just come together. It's going to be great. I just can't wait for it. And then you hear a door close, with some footsteps and a door close. Hmm. How many sets of footsteps do I hear? Two. Oh, Okay. Great. This is good news. It means there's another door. I'm very excited that we're trapped in a maze. Yeah. A dungeon a maze. Dungeon, He's trying to trick us. Will, it's a basement. Mm, it's a dungeon maze. <laughs> uh, let's cut back to Moot here real quick. We got a... Uh, you guys are standing outside. You and Gabriel are standing outside of this, uh, this stable. And uh, the stable boy comes and pulls the horse and carriage out. And he says, here you go. Thanks for doing business. Remember... Please have it back by morning. Yeah, oh yeah, no no problem. We'll, we'll have it back for you. Beautiful, beautiful. I love doing business with you. Thank you so much. And remember to tip your waitresses when you see them. I don't know, they just said that maybe I should say that kind of just rapport and stuff. Is there a waitress that comes with the carriage? I don't understand. You know, I, it's a hospitality industry thing. We're attached to just like an in... I, 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 I'm going to talk to them about it tomorrow. Maybe i got to find a different catchphrase. Keep your horses watered. Oh, that's just good advice. I'll definitely yeah. do that. Perfect. Good. I'm going to write that one down. And he writes it. He pulls out a notebook and he writes it down. Oh, I have one of those. A notebook? <laughs> they are going to be yeah. best friends. Great. I love notebooks. You always keep track of everything that you absolutely need to know. <laughs> okay, well, I, I thought there was a little. I thought there was a little moment we had there. That's okay. I'll just go back to cleaning the horses. All good. See you by morning. Okay. So I uh, see Gabriel over there, and I say, "Okay, we need to make some room for our guests." Yeah. Make some. What do you make some room? Do we need some blankets or like what? What do you suggest oh, here? Yeah, we should probably get something to cover them up. Like yeah, well, I want to have it ready for them when they show up. I haven't done a jailbreak in a while. All right, hop in. Let's go. Uh, maybe we'll go back to. Uh, I don't know. How long do you think we have? We've been here for a little while. I feel like. I don't know. I mean, hey, hey stable boy, you got any blankets? Blankets. That's gonna be an extra goal. Fuck it. We'll be fine. We'll. Don't worry. Nobody's going to look. It's dark. It's nighttime. We'll figure it out. I mean, considering the horse and the carriage cost four altogether, one for blanket seems exorbitant. It's steep. It's steep. I'm not going to I'm not going to give these guys a good rating, I don't think. A bad yelp. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just called yell, and you just walk through the streets, just screaming, <laughs> okay. "Don't buy from these people!" Bad horses. Maybe we'll do that in the. Maybe we'll do that in the morning, and we'll see how it goes. All right, hop aboard. All right, uh, where are we? Where are we off to? Uh, I don't know. We're gonna go kind of just circle around the jail. Yep, that makes sense. I where, mean, I mean, that's where they're gonna come out somewhere yep. around the jail. Yeah, it could be anywhere there. So yeah, I guess just uh, always be on the move, hey? That's right. Never, never sit in one place for too long. He climbs Whoa. up in. Are you saying are you coming? Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's do this. All right. He hands you the reins. Oh boy. Uh, any pointers? Uh, he points forward. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. Make an animal handling check. Uh, what is it, wisdom? Uh, well, it'd be animal handling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> no it's an 11. <laughs> <laughs> so you tell me what you do to try and get this horse moving. I kind of just try to do what I've seen other people do when they've been driving carriages and, and horses, and I kind of just, like, give the old kind of, what would you even call that? Like snapping the reins? Yeah. yeah, there we go. I, like, snap the reins a little bit. Bit of a snap, and the horse kind of looks back at you. And, and I just, I look at the horse and go, I don't know, help me out here. The horse looks forward like it knows what to do, and it just starts walking down the street. Uh, you're making your way back to the jail. Sully, what are you doing with your torch? I am going to use it as a weapon, if need be. Okay. I'm gonna burn some motherfuckers. Cool. All right. Uh, Ms. Ma'am Meow Meow was in there. The fuck? But, but she left. She was with someone else, and then I heard another door close and two pairs of footsteps. So I think there's what? another door in there, and they're not in there anymore. What'd so she say? She said the meeting tomorrow is gonna go so great. We have the book now, and she was super happy about it. Some people don't deserve happiness. All right, let's go. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's go. So you're going into the room where Miss Ma'am Meow Meow was previously? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also have a feeling like this is going to come up into her office. I mean, maybe, but it's a door <laughs> That's at what least. I feel like. Or at least <laughs> walking somewhere. You're right. We're not just standing uh, in a hallway hoping that somebody leaves. So you, yeah. are you just kicking open the door again, or are you no, going stealthily? I didn't kick it last time. I had a whole plan, Briskly, but now the people left, so I can't even do anything except open the door like a normal dragonborn. Which is probably more aggressively than a normal person. It's true. You open the door, and it opens into an illuminated, what looks like a conference room of sorts. There's a podium up at the front. There are many rows of chairs. Um, There are red drapes and tapestries hung from the walls. And behind the podium, you see a large symbol. And it is of an eye that looks like it has little horns coming off of the eye. And it has what looks like either, it looks like beadwork kind of coming down from the eye. Hey, Sully, you ever seen anything like that before? Have I ever seen anything like that before? Both of you can make a history check. I'm assuming Glim doesn't if she's asking you, but you're more than I welcome have, to. I do have... 10. 13. Neither of you probably would recognize this symbol. Not even with my time and the... But you, I don't think you've spent much time in Neverwinter, have you? No, I thought maybe if they were related to the cults. That oh, yeah, def- definitely no relation to the cult. You know that for certain... Or with but the, it does seem like... Seems culty. Yeah, some kind of like, <laughs> some I can organization. like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I know, I've never seen this before, but it doesn't look good. No. Hmm. That Miss Meow 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 is... She's so shady. We gotta get out of here. Yeah, she's a piece of work. All right. Let's is there just the one door? There is just the uh, one well, door. Well, two doors, off. I guess. We came yeah. in one. There's you one came other. in one. One off to the left, so... the Podium straight ahead, one off to the left. Uh, make an investigation check as you kind of go through this room. Twelve. Sixteen. In traditional Sully fashion, you kind of do a quick scan of the room, and you actually see 
up on the podium as you kind of round the corner. Uh, you couldn't see it from uh, from the other side because it was slanted, but you see the book that you stole. Oh. I go over and I pick it up and I and I show Glim and I'm like, oh, looky, looky what I found. And I put it into my satchel. All right. Are yeah. you moving towards the second door? Yeah. You get to it. It is closed. As you try it, it is locked. I got this. Thieves tools. Oh Jesus! I imagine that that's what you do when you're like doing your thing, like thieves tools. It's only is it slight? It's sleight of hand, right? Yes. It's only a sixteen. Yeah, that's been fine so far. Yeah, it unlocks and the door. You open it and crack, and you feel a cold breeze come in. Uh, from the outside as it opens up into the courtyard. Oh, that's nice. I haven't I haven't breathed fresh air since well, well I guess yesterday, but okay, let's go. Is the courtyard in the center fresh air. of the prison? Are we well, just no, like when you're in, in the, the prison, it's just prison, prison air, you guys. The air's better out there. It's freer. No, I'm genuinely asking is yeah. the prison like a square and we're in the middle of it now? Um, no, 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 it's not. So or we're there's like a big... actually outside the compound. Um, you are outside of the building. Okay. It opens up into the courtyard. There are uh, large fences that run the perimeter that you can see of the, the exercise courtyard. Pen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How tall are the fences? Twelve feet tall. Okay. Hey, you think you can throw me over one of those fences? I was just going to suggest that. <laughs> I could throw you. How is it like a thick wall? Can we tell? Um, is it like big it chain stone link? wall? Chain uh, link? You you kind of knock at it and mm-hmm. you feel like it's it's a it's a thicker stone wall probably you know based on the fact that both of you have you know walked by it in some way shape or form it's probably about three feet. Okay, how tall are you? Uh, three feet five inches. I think I can just hold you up over my head, and if you reach your hands up, you can reach the top. Because I'm six and a half feet tall, so my arms would be six, like... Six, nine, twelve. Yeah, you'd be able to... Right? I'll give you a little boost up. Well, you how up how are you going to get up? Well, I don't know. Throw me a rope down or something. Is there a tree outside? Can you tie off to something? I can just belay up what there. What rope are you talking of? Oh, is there rope in my bag? Because I mean, you probably have like a stuff. traveler's I have all my or something, stuff. right? Um, I have thieves tools, tinkers tools. You must have like a, whatever, traveler's pack or something. I have a pack backpack, or adventuring pack. gear. Yeah, see? Gotta be a rope in there. I do have a rope. It's hempen. It's 50 feet. It's, it's a very strong rope. Strong. Um, okay, so I'll just lift you up. You go to the top and see if you can, like, find a tree or something to tie off and I can just pull myself up. Yeah, okay. Um, before we run out into the middle of this courtyard, I put my um, I mean, I beacon of light you... away. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Good idea. Uh, and I and I take a quick look around to see if there are any like anyone stationed at the top of the walls in any particular. Make it perception. Need my fucking perception. Come on. Seven. There's nobody that you see. It looks like a clear night. I canonically have am already at the wall. I just said I touched the wall, <laughs> right? Didn't you say oh, wait. I touched the wall, Russ, to see how thick it was? <laughs> yeah. I also so. said that both of you have walked by it, so that you you would have had previous knowledge of it. Okay, so then I will. Well, I mean, it's only a twelve anyway, so I don't perceive much more. All right, let's do this fast. Hoist me up. Okay, and I do it like it ain't no thing. Because sure. it Make ain't a, nothing. Yeah, no, that's fine. Strength? It's, like, I don't know if I even have to do a check. It's He's like lifting strong. a child. Strength check? Just give me a strength check. Okay. Just, it's a lot of checks in this. We're good. We're there is a making lot of... up for no rolls for the last six episodes. Well, seven strength episodes. is just a normal one. Yeah, it's just normal. Oh, well, it's a 20. Oh, yeah. Like, almost with more vigor than you thought, because you don't know your own strength. Apparently. So it goes up into the air a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I I clamber onto the onto the top of the wall. Yeah. 
Uh, and I and I look by and I see if there's like a tree or anything I can anchor my rope to. There are, yeah, more mature trees all along. I deftly tie a superb knot, um, and I throw the rope back over the wall. Okay, I'm gonna climb up. Strength check again. Uh, or... Athletics. I'm athletic as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I mean strength. seventeen. Those are the only two things I'm good at. Actually, that's uh, not true. Yeah, absolutely. You make it up and over, and as you land back down on the ground, you hear the sound of carriage wheels kind of rounding a corner down the street. I coil my rope back up and put it back in my bag. You don't know when you're going to need that. And we're like, I'm pressed up against the wall waiting to see like what this carriage business is all about. Um, it's middle of the night, very dark, but you see a horse and carriage with two figures... Um, illuminated by the... What did I call them? No, those are water clocks. That wasn't the light. They've got light. They've got lights, though. Not like lights, but like street flames. Mm-hmm. Ah, street flames. Street flames. Mm-hmm. Street flames. Just your streets are on fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you see, kind of dimly lit behind you, two figures. Make a perception check. Fourteen. Ten. Uh, 14, you vaguely recognize the silhouette and the profile of what you can presume to be Moot. And he's seated beside a larger figure, which you more or less recognize as Gabriel. I don't see this, and I say, hey, follow my lead. We're going to take this cot. No, no, that's my friend. I think that's my friend that got us the key, the thieves' tools. Uh, Moot, roll a perception check. As a 17. Are you sure? I, I'm pretty sure. You see two figures standing, arguing amongst themselves off to the side of the road. Well, we're whispering. Very. And we're pressed up against the wall. I mean, we're yeah, pretty We're like <laughs> practically invisible. <laughs> As there's like, imagine our height differences. So I'm like up here whispering. You're like bending way down to <laughs> totally. talk to me. Um, you definitely recognize one as Glim and one as a small child. <laughs> Perfect. I uh, I nudge Gabriel and kind of point over there and say, Glam! Glam! <clears throat> and he grabs the reins from you and kind of pulls the horse to a stop. Moot, I thought that was you! Oh, thank God you're here! And I, like, come out and I'm like, Sully, it's okay, this is my friend. Quicker! Oh, the, small, the small child's with you? Okay, get in. We, got, we gotta go. Yeah, child. Quicker and quieter, please. Okay, but like, we gotta go. We get okay. in. I get in. Um, both of you climb aboard, and you, there are no blankets back there. No. Um, but you climb into the back, and there's plenty of room. And <laughs> Gabriel snaps the horse again, and you guys slowly and nonchalantly set off as Gabriel whistles to himself. Guys, can we go to the can we go to the fallen tower? All my weapons and stuff are there. Also, it'd be great if we had some blankets to cover us up. Yeah, I mean, uh, Gabriel, what do you think? Oh, we gotta go back to the fallen town. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, we could probably do that. Hey, can we grab a pint while we're there? I'm so thirsty. We should probably not hang out there for very long, because you guys were just... We're gonna jail. Maybe you could bring one to go. Yeah, we're gonna make this real quick, guys. All right. The songs Sneaky, I Knew a Guy, and Spider Eyes are by Kevin MacLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. Visit creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0. Moot and Glim having recently broken out of their respective cells. What? No. Sully and Glim have I mean, I wasn't broken out of respective cells. Yeah. Moot was just wants to cut me out of this podcast entirely. <laughs> this whole moth thing is my fault. It's where it started. <laughs> the profile of Glim seated um, beside a larger fellow who you... Or not Glim. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> you see yourself driving the carriage. Mindfuck. Boom. Episode over. Um, no. <laughs> the prison was inside your mind. <laughs> you wake up oh in the God. middle of the maze and there's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
Back at Zonthal's Tower. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. I'm Jonathan Pezza, the creator of the Curious Matter Anthology. And I'm betting you've probably never heard anything like our show. adapt stories from authors like Philip K. Dick, Andre Norton, and Robert Block into binaural audio movies that transport you to new worlds. That's it? You're banned for life? Between you Braxians lasers. Seriously. I told you downtown was a bad idea. In our brand new season, we explore farther into the what-ifs. You think, in these instances, that somehow simply by believing things are different, they changed. Doubt. I don't follow. I doubt something, and um, they don't change, per se. They cease to ever have been. We delve deeper into the realms of horror and science fiction. Nerves of steel, boys. James, sir, please. There's no need for this. I do not believe that whatever that is can understand you. Robert, I know you are in there somewhere. If you are, we are... I made it through the barrier! It's gonna hold me! Available wherever you listen to podcasts. So sit back, grab your popcorn, and listen to the Curious Matter Anthology today.